Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Trophy Husbands podcast. Make sure you look us up on Instagram at Trophy Husbands Pod and be sure to send in your recommendations and your requests for our Trophiest Husband competition. Enjoy the episode. <clears throat> All right. So this is it. This our, is it. This is definitely our first recording ever. <laughs> never, we've never done this before. No. Welcome back, loyal listeners. Uh, if there's any first-timers to the podcast, honestly, leave. Fake fans, I want loyal listeners to this podcast only. That's true. That is... No first-time listeners, yeah. ever. None. And if you're a loyal listener, into our conversation, then it's kind of creepy. Man, we know how to start a podcast. <laughs> I, would, I would like to say, before we get started, I had coffee today. It's doing weird things to me. Uh, but it's also Caffeine Awareness Month. So, I I honestly don't even know where I'm going with this. No, yeah. I just wanted you to be aware <laughs> of my situation, since it is the month of Caffeine Awareness. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's uh, I feel You're welcome. Um maybe we should do oh. a reintroduction. <laughs> I mean and I mean an introduction considering this is a, like this is our pilot. True. True, true, true. Um, so, uh, yeah, just like real quick. Uh I'm Sam from Ottawa or I live in Ottawa and I'm getting married in 2023. Uh yeah. <laughs> All right, my name is Joe. Um, I am also from Ottawa, getting married October 1st, 2022. Um, yeah, I get that. That's all you said. Yeah, um, that's it. <laughs> I will pass it over to James, who is our current trophiest husband on this trophiest podcast. Trophiest of husbands. Exactly. I'm married as of June of 2021. I'm also from Ottawa, but... Currently, I live in Halifax. How's that been, by the way? No. What's what's um, what's it like? Uh, I have a cool job, and we're getting an assistant chaplain at a university. Um, so that's pretty hype. I I get to just like, basically, I, I get to sit in a lounge all day and talk to university students, and that's like that's the job, and it's pretty great. And um, the people here are super fun. And that's that's all I have to say about it. Is this a publicly funded university where you work? No, it's a Catholic university. It's um, thank goodness. <laughs> okay. If my if if my tax dollars were going to you sitting in a lounge all day, <laughs> I don't think I could take it. Yeah. So I'm actually I'm technically an employee of the diocese, not of the of the university, and I like. Lounge all day, but I'm paid to build community and <laughs> plan events and stuff. So, so I it's promise, so it's I promise my... the donor dollars are hard at work. <laughs> uh, yeah, they might be, but it doesn't really sound like you are. <laughs> well, building I'm, Joe. I'm just not. I'm just not going to donate to the diocese of Halifax anymore. Maybe we should explain what trophiest husband means and like what 
kind of how that'll affect our show. Go for it. Yeah, it's just like if you're really glamorous looking uh, and your wife likes to show you off. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. I've seen how <laughs> unkempt your beard is, James. <laughs> you are not glamorous looking right now. You need to tidy that up. Uh, I think I'm just have gonna a... shave it. Like I think you... I think it's just gonna go. Really? Good. Oh, that's and true. You said back. you said keep it for a month. Do you have like a beard trimming kit? Get one of those. Hmm. You should. Anyways, explain what explain your role seriously as trophyist husband. Yeah, it's Sam explaining it. Was that me? You should explain it, Sam. I like the sound of your voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so basically what Trophy's husband means is that every week we're going to have someone at the end of the show that we deem the trophiest husband. Now, only one of us is actually married currently, but we <laughs> will all be married at some point. Um, exemption for the, yeah. for the fiancés. <laughs> Um, and so basically the trophyist husband will pick the topic for the next podcast um, and will be decided by a number of things like you are only our loyal listeners can submit uh, different different things that can determine who the next uh, trophyist husband can be like uh, who brushed their teeth last or who went who went to, I don't know, Louis Pizza last. <laughs> so good luck, like James, sh- on that one. <laughs> I feel like it should be. It, it'll all be trophy husband related. Yes. Currently, James is out husbanding all of us, but maybe we can out trophy him. Oh, okay. Um, but as, as the only husband, he was the default uh, first winner. Um, so what topic have you picked for this week, James? Well, in the vein of sitting in a lounge talking to university students, um, <laughs> I was thinking we could talk about our experiences of, of building community out of community, because I know people who are Catholic, spoiler alert, we are, mm-hmm. um, community, but don't know how to find it or to build it. Um, and so... Not that we're experts on it, but I think that the Ottawa community, of course, I, I don't know what it's like. It's probably in shambles now, but uh, now that you've was, left, was pretty yeah. left. But I know that it was it was popping, and um, maybe we could talk about what our experience with was like with that, and how um, how at that point. Mm. Side, side note, James, your Wi-Fi is much better, but a little spotty. You might want to record locally just to, just to make sure we don't miss any like little words here and there. That's true. I always record on GarageBand and that metronome always comes on, so I'm like talking and then I'm hearing like. <laughs> 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 but I turned it off, so we're good now. Okay, nice. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, before we talk about it, we are not e- experts. That's. I just want to say that, like, we we were only talking about like our own experiences, and like that might be true for our loyal listeners. That might be that might be what you also experience, but it might also not relate to you at all. But maybe, maybe our maybe. experiences can can help. 
speaking of not relating to things, uh, I am an expert. I would just like to also put that out there. And so with me here and with these two amateurs, I think we do have a good... Uh, our bases are covered. We can speak from all yeah. angles. <laughs> it's, okay, not, a... it's not like any of us build community professionally or anything. No, but some of us sit on a couch professionally. <laughs> <laughs> sit on a couch building community. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I, have a, <laughs> I have a question that maybe can kick off things. Um, what do you think is more important for building community? Is it pre-existing relationships or shared values oh snap oh. that's a hard one wow i i in my yeah, head my right answer in. was set but then the second part <laughs> rolled around yeah man i'm not just i'm not <laughs> just comic relief on this podcast <laughs> uh, that's that's hard i because like as i was thinking about this topic right i was i was just like what's fundamental into creating community is friendship yeah and so that mm -hmm. kind of ties into the first part that what you said but at the same time like if you don't have shared morals then you're you're kind of setting up your community for failure because there's not yeah. there's not mm -hmm. a vision for it explain why you think that well i think it, like there's without having it also I, I think it also depends on like what kind of community we're talking about it yeah if it's like a sports community then you don't need to have shared morals necessarily to to like play sports with other people because that doesn't matter but if it's if it's to well, I suppose you 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 do need to have like truthfulness in how you play sports uh, and honesty. So well, I almost like sorry. No, go for it. I'm rambling. <laughs> like I feel like almost more than either is like a shared external purpose. Like you can set aside you know your value differences and I, I don't know like all being catholics in community is really helpful but even if you have a community full of just catholics like there's going to be differing ideas and differing morals um mm. but i think that if you if you have something outside of the community that's kind of like drawing you together like a, a mission or a sport or a whatever um I, yeah i don't know i almost feel like it's more important than and either one of those things. Yeah. I get, I so get what I'm, you mean, yeah. So I'm on a ultimate Frisbee team with a lot of Catholics. Does that mean we're winning the league this year? I think so. If if all of the sports movies that I've seen before That's have taught me anything. <laughs> if facing the Giants has taught me anything, <laughs> it's like, yes, you'll win. All you need to do is pray a lot and god <laughs> god wants christians to do well in sports that's the moral <laughs> that's the lesson i've learned from sports movies <laughs> okay here's here's another here's another angle on this question um uh it can feel like if you're in ministry or something that you have to be friends with the people that you are like working with um 
what do you think about that feeling? Because it can be weird because mm. you want to be like deeply personal with them. And then once that relationship's gone, it's like, well, are we, are we friends or was this just, right? you know, you were sort of a, a mission, you were a job. Cause that's a right. weird, it's a weird feeling. And I genuinely have, I'm an expert, but I genuinely have no idea what to do with that circumstance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of people be wounded by the, by that fact, by the, by the fact that like they were their friendship with like with a missionary or with with someone else was kind of with temporary project based. Yeah, it's project yeah. based. It was it was <laughs> to serve a goal. But like that that seems a bit morbid, but in reality like if if missionaries aren't being genuine in their friendships then then it it's it's creating more harm than it is good yeah yeah like i think that i don't know is it like is it true ministry if there's not some form of authentic friendship going on or is it just you preaching at someone Mm. and i think that that's the difference like i can go to steubenville and get inspired but I don't know the speaker. Some, sometimes I know the speaker, but usually I don't know the speaker. What a flex. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> I know the speakers at Steubenville, no just big to, deal. You know, just, uh, you know me. Back um, to my main point. <laughs> to bring it back. Um, but, like, I don't, yeah, like, well, no, none, none of the speakers at Steubenville I have really any personal relationship with. Anyway. Anyway. Taking it back. (laughs) Not knowing the person on the stage is the difference, I think, between like that kind of ministry. That's like somebody preaching at you. And it's not it's not necessarily bad all the time, but like that's what makes it different from I don't know, like living in a household and having like intentional formation and community life. Like those are both ministry, but they play out in really different ways. And and I don't think that the first one is like community. It's it's a it's a podcast in real life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, Joe, what what do you think? Um, I, I think it's so weird. I So to my first question, to my first question, I would have said I think that friendship is the most important part um, yeah. over shared values. Um, because assuming a relatively open mind, which I... I try to avoid that. But assuming relatively open minds in a community, you can get over shared or or unshared values. Yeah. Um, Right. And you won't get hurt over those. You see the world differently. I see the world differently. We can coexist. We can talk, whatever. But you being a fake friend to me, now that hurts. And having a solid friendship, I think, lets things go deeper. Um. So, and I, I, would, I think I'd say too that like friendship is part of community. It's like it's not really community if you're not building friendship, and and like it's not that you can't have community with somebody you don't have a pre-existing relationship with. But you know, having pre-existing relationships with some of the people in the community kind of sets the tone that like relationship matters more than political party specific view, you know, you etc. I might I might disagree with that. I think friendship is necessary Ooh. for friend uh, for community because yeah, like fight yeah. <laughs> because like <clears throat> if I'm thinking <clears throat> like 
So I, I have this community of men uh, that I meet up with weekly. Joe's a part of it. And if we were to just throw in a guy that one of us is good friends with and the others, like, aren't open to becoming friends with them and, like, kind of feel weird about just, like, this new person coming into the community, then then that community is just going to be dysfunctional. Like, like if we right. just tossed in another guy into our weekly community, like, weekly meetups we'd feel like we'd feel weird we wouldn't be able to share as much or like go into the depth that we usually do right right but that's not necessarily like if it was exclusively like you can only build community with people that you already are friends with or, like then you can't you can't build community because it's just always going to stay the same it's always going to be the same group of people i see what you're saying okay yes okay I yeah agree with that. okay but, but what I what I do think is that, um, and I, I, I don't know, this is an attitude that I try to push back on. Like, <clears throat> I think that there's this like push for Catholic because because we want to be missional um, to be like so completely inclusive and welcoming to every person, and like you're just saying with your like with your men's group. Um, Adding somebody to a community changes the dynamic. It's not something that we can just, you know, hey, we're going to have one person join us this week and one person join us next week and, you know, who cares if one person shows up and never comes back. Like, there, I think that there's, like, a both and of, like, sure, we want community to grow, like, not just to be stagnant and to always stay the same people, but at the same time, um, there is a need for some kind of, like, mature exclusivity within community um, because otherwise, like, your, the size of your community will grow, but the depth of the community will never grow. And there's kind of like those two things have to be balanced out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Tell tell me more about your anti-immigration views, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think like <laughs> I think that part of what you're saying also ties into like the shared vision or the shared goal of a community, because when you have the shared goal then it becomes easier to invite other people into it knowing yeah. that they have the same feelings towards it right or like they they agree with with the direction that that community is going to in and and they're able to to enter into it if that makes sense does that make sense am i making sense i don't know yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I think like shared shared purpose is like kind of an entry point in. I'm questioning myself now and wondering if there are like other entry points in like just shared purpose or is it also like shared value or you know something else, mm. location, demographic. I don't I don't know, but yeah, like there has to be on ramps into the into a community, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the community has to be open to anyone constantly all the time. There's a there's an in between of those things. Mm, yeah. Yeah, there there is such thing as as <clears throat> someone not supposed to being not supposed to be part of a community. Like to give an example, I'm married. That is a community, and the only people who are going to be added to our community is our children. Me, oh, and, and Joe, and, and Joe. <laughs> 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 this is you actually read my mind because I wanted to pivot to this discussion since we are trophy husbands. I was like, yeah, we we should talk about 
like marriage, like relationships as a community. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I, I maybe we should have started here, but like, <laughs> when we're talking about community, like, we're talking about relationship, like community mm-hmm. isn't just, oh, like, this is a group of people that I go and get pizza with. And like, they're nice. Like community is relationship, which is why it's almost like asking if friendship is important to community is it's kind of a like an oxymoron question. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, because friendship is community. And it's just um, like, that's, that's the essence of it. That's the building block of it. And just like you can build new friendships, you know, you can grow a community, but friendship is, or relationship is the essence of, of what makes a community, whether it's a family or um, a parish or, you know, anything in between. Mm. That's funny that you mentioned those few things, because A, uh, the men's group that Sam and I are part of, pizza is a very large part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which and... I actually did not intend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's interesting that, like, you you bring because I think friendship is missed out on like people see projects like communities projects so much, mm. um, and I think like the friendship thing is like you're kind of lying, in my mind if, if a genuine friendship is not at the, at at the heart of it, yeah. Um, and but you can be at different stages, you know, like you can be at the stage of friendship with a person in your community. It's like yeah, things are kind of awkward, but like we don't hate each other. You know what I mean? But like it should always be with the intent of growing and deepening and, and becoming more than that. And you shouldn't be at that place necessarily with, with everybody if you've been in the community True. for a long time. True. <laughs> I'm at that place in my in my relationship. So that's I feel that deeply. <laughs> it's awkward. <With> Kristen? <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward, but I don't hate her. <laughs> no, she's fantastic. She's probably listening to this. I love you. Um <laughs> Uh, I have shared, I feel like I've shared my thoughts on this with some, no, maybe it was just with Kristen, but like lately, um, we're doing marriage prep right now and we've been learning about like firsthand of how much work it takes to foster that community between the two of us. Uh, a lot of my, a lot of my old roommates got married and all of them were like, wow, uh, engagement is such a beautiful time of growth and you learn so much about each other and so I we got engaged I didn't say that engagement sucks yeah. oh, oh my cool God. cool <laughs> counter opinion um, as but... one of your former roommates i want to collect i want to correct this okay okay fair enough but um at times it probably does but it, it was like a a moment of we got engaged and we we're like sweet like let let it happen let the beautiful time of growth and drawing together begin. <laughs> uh, but like we waited probably like a solid five months in that mindset until we realized, oh no, it's actually really hard. And they found it so meaningful because they were putting work in, like they were mm. grinding for it. And we were just like waiting for it to happen. Um, and that like community in your relationship, like having that support with this other person takes so much work. Yeah. And I hate work <laughs> in all forms. That's yeah. I don't like, I I've had a very different experience with, with my engagement because like it, it was, and, and like, I've told people this, like it was literally, we got engaged and a week later, 
that's when it just like boom right away a whole bunch of tough discussions and arguments mm. just started to happen and like the devil was just like really trying to grind us down and it was yeah. like that was one of the <laughs> hardest weeks of our relationship like period like we just never never like never would raise our voices at each other or anything beforehand we had disagreements but like we 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 approached them very peacefully and calmly but that first week we like i i can't even count the amount of times that like we raised our voices at each other and just like it was just like so intense and like i didn't like i'm enjoying it now because it's a it's a peaceful time <laughs> but but like it i did not enjoy it when it was first happening it it was a time where we could learn a lot about each other in the conflict but it was hard yeah. it was hard yeah and, that, and like i say engagement sucks because because of that <laughs> like um because there are so many difficult conversations and things that need to happen it's like you're out of the like oh we're just dating and this is fun and like i have a i have a girlfriend and you know into like this period that's not quite like the fulfillment of your relationship which is what happens in marriage but um but kind of this in between where it's like all right we're not married we're going to be married what is that going to look like what do we need to do what do we need to talk about and it just like yeah there's so much room for tension but it's the like awkward difficult vulnerable conversations that start to lay the foundation for like when you get married you know you've had this all of this practice of like being honest and being vulnerable mm -hmm. and you know going through conflict and struggling and um and that lays the foundation for them to not for you to not have those things when you are married but just to be able to like navigate them because you've had you have the practice yeah wow this is quite the advertisement for engagement <laughs> it sucks immediately we started fighting more it was an absolute grind <laughs> oh man yeah and, and i will like Marriage is better. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's that good. Is... <laughs> I would I would hate to have gone through all this work for something that's worse than all the work. <laughs> uh, the work doesn't stop, but it gets better. <laughs> like we we've talked about conflict. Like is is it necessary for a community? Like we're we're talking about like a a relationship here between like um between a couple or a husband and wife but is it is it also necessary for a community to need conflict 100 percent. i would argue that if there's not conflict happening in your community you're doing it wrong <laughs> mm. yeah explain like extrapolate it okay I should take it back. I don't mean 100% of the time. There should be conflict in your community. If your community is not constantly feuding, there's a problem. My relationship um, is going great then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I keep saying all these things. We don't fight ever. I just, yeah. Genuinely, it's going great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, like if, you're, if you've just been in this community where everything is going great all the time and there's no problems. Um, I'm, I would guess that there's not like 
on. Like somebody is probably not being fully themselves or mm. there's not room for there to be vulnerability and or, or people don't feel like they can be vulnerable because you, you, you don't have conflict. Sure, like we can have conflict over like Kawhi leaving the Raptors. Although I think all of us would, would be in agreement on that particular <laughs> issue. But, um, we, you know, we can have conflict about like surface level things, but like real conflict doesn't happen until you get vulnerable and let people into places that are a little bit uncomfortable and uh, a little bit awkward. Um, yeah, I thought like I had more to say to that, but I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, like conflict makes you grow up. Yeah, I think more than a lot of things. This was like not to dive into this issue too much, but this was a thought I was having about like thinking about just like Ukraine and everything going on there. Like, I feel like our generation needs some, like, I'm not saying we're going to world war three, but like our generation needs something to make them grow up. I feel like yeah. I feel like every now and then it's like a generation grows up. And so then they avoid the things that were awful that made them grow up and the next generation like misses out on that and yeah. they're the ones who are ignorant about how to avoid that and so they go right back into it and then we yeah. grow up again and then we'll you know like i feel like there's like a cycle there and like it's the conflict and and you see it in relationships like anyone yeah. will tell you once you're willing to have conflict and have difficult discussions hopefully you don't like go to war over it yeah. um but healthy conflict is like that what that's what matures it that's what takes your relationship deeper and, and like i'm sure that you guys have had this experience but like have you ever had a conflict with your fiance um yes yes where like <laughs> um it's difficult and you like you argue and stuff and then you get to the end of it and just feel so good like i don't, I don't know if it's ever happened to you yeah. probably that happens to me all the time like Absolutely. every time i have a, a yeah like every time marie and i have a little bit of like a, an argument um and we like work it out there's something at the end of that that's just like wow i feel way closer to you than i did before this started mm. for sure yeah because you start you start at odds and you start opposed and maybe like aggressive but if you can handle it in the right way it's like you eventually move to that that getting through it stage, that sorting it out stage, is at least the unity of of sorting it out. Mm -hmm. And to end yeah. on that note is a is like a super cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Should I go pick a fight when this is done? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there, there's also just like an element that allows you to be at ease and at rest with your partner like or yeah like like i i i know there's there there have been times where something's just on my mind and that's all i can think about and if i don't talk about it and i if i don't feel like i can talk about it like like i just like it it builds up inside me and it just like pressure builds and then i blow up over the smallest thing um and so like to 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 be able to talk about it with Kate and just kind of like not even have my ideas lined up, but to talk about it with her and, and Kate, Kate, she's wonderful. She's able to 
to speak a lot of like truth into into how I feel um and like she she just kind of like after I'm done talking to her I'm like okay yeah like everything everything's fine like we're, we usually end up on the same page and and yeah like it's it, it's really wonderful what community like that can do in times of conflict true mm-hmm. yeah that was kind of all over the place <laughs> <laughs> so then um this is this is kind of my my big question like how do you build the community like what what are the i don't know I'm, I'm a very logical thinker so it's like what are the logical steps to get from like to get to community whether that's in the context of like you know a married or dating relationship or like on a bigger scale like in a men's group like you guys are part of or in the campus lounge where i work. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah like how does that how does that happen so i'm just like in my head i'm thinking like are we trying to give like a universal approach to finding a girlfriend, building a men's group, and <laughs> building university community? Is that what we're doing? Yes, okay, I need yeah. a one size fits all answer. <laughs> and I, okay, it sounds it sounds ridiculous, and there are huge differences, but getting married and moving in with Maria was way less of a huge transition. Than I thought it would be because I lived in household before, mm. and it's it is a different, very very different kind of relationship. But I like almost like the relational muscles that I had to use in community apply almost completely mm. over to marriage as well. Yeah. Well, like I can speak on how to build community uh, with like in terms of our men group men's group um that initially i think that initially started after after ethan and i had done our net year so it would have been after joe your second year you you were on staff then and and me and ethan we would meet up on a weekly basis and just kind of like catch up see how we were doing um and then eventually i think we we brought you in Joe as well um you and then Josh Doucette as well and we just kind of like started meeting and then we did Exodus 90 together and that's that is hard and that might I remember that that might be that was <laughs> that might be a topic for another time. <laughs> I was gonna say, Joe, I remember you really hating Exodus. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh. Awful. But anyway, so we did that together, and like just being able to meet up on a weekly basis and and talk and be vulnerable with each other was good. And that's I think what we all needed at that time. It's just like we needed we needed just like community with guys meeting up and then eventually that kind of dissipated and we stopped meeting on a weekly basis bro exodus just straight up murdered that men's group yeah it did it did (laughs) for real it did (laughs) Um, i think that i think at one point you like messaged me like that a men's group want to come and then i would something so i didn't 
and this was before you did Exodus, and you shared about how awful it was. I'm glad that I. I'm glad that I. <laughs> yeah. Also, not to not to dump on Exodus ninety here. <laughs> it was just not uh, not not for us. I think yeah. at that time, no, but we did. You can have a. And it, you can yeah. have a good program and a bad experience of it. Yes, exactly. Say anything about the program, yeah. That's that's what I'm getting at. Anyways, anyways Sam, keep going. Yeah, anyways, like <laughs> later on in dis- in talking with like other guys from our from our larger group, like we have this big group of like Catholic families in Orleans and like all all the guys around our age like are all good friends. And we kind of like we'd go on these walks and we'd be like, yeah, we should we we should start like this kind of faith study thing or like we should like we should we should talk about our faith cuz like we we were all catholic men and like practicing too but like we just never talked about our faith when we hung out we just we just hung out um and so like mm-hmm. little by little like the idea of building community was just slowly being formed until finally i think it was uh it must have been in in the fall i think I want to say it was in the fall. We just like picked, so. picked a day and we're like, okay, we're going to meet on like Sunday nights. And and that's just what it's going to be. And we're just going to we're just going to talk, but not necessarily force a faithful conversation, but just have faith in our minds. Yeah. Um, and that's that's how our community started. It I want to say ours started in friendship that was crucial mm, to it certainly yeah i thought so I honest... to... no go for it <laughs> oh i was just gonna say when sam said i can speak on how we formed our men's group i was like step one have your be- have your parents be best friends <laughs> and raise you all together all the time step two form a men's group <laughs> that is true our parents were all friends that does help that does help yeah so so that actually kind of informs this thought that I have. Um, but I have this theory that I think most people think that community building happens through conversation. Um, so like you have a really deep conversation with somebody and you like connect with them on a deep level and like that's a great experience. Like I remember the, the first time I met Ethan, we like, who, who you had mentioned earlier, small group. Um, we were like on a retreat and we stayed up all night talking about like tales is the thing that I remember, but I know that there was a lot more to it. Talking um, about what? Veggie tales. Like, oh, veggie yeah. tales. I just, I, I, just, I just heard tales. Like from Sonic? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's cool. He's cool, but that's surprising. Um, yeah. Not, not exclusively that, but just like we had, you know, a lot of deep conversations throughout the night, and it was really, it was really great. And now he's a, he's a really good friend of mine. Um, but I think that actually, community is built on shared experiences, um, which is probably why, like you guys being like literally raised together, um, mm. does so much because like all of the things that you've done together throughout your childhood, all of the experiences that you've shared, like you're able to look back and be like, oh yeah, remember this time when we were like seven and this happened, um, and you have this like foundation to build on. Like I always think of um, the time that you, know, you, Kristen, and Matt and Kieran showed up in our 
in our driveway at like eleven <laughs> thirty p.m. and we're like, <clears throat> I get a text from Kristen and she's like, um, "Come outside, we're going to McDonald's right now." <laughs> and so like Maria and I came up and like crammed into the car and we went to McDonald's and came back. We're like also involving McDonald's. You know, the first night that we were living together, um, we like went to McDonald's and watched a Coldplay documentary. Um, but it's like those little experiences is like you, you can look back on and remember and they're like they're fun and you shared them with somebody else and i think that as those things begin to compound over time like that's what builds the foundation f- from which you can be vulnerable mm. um and build community <laughs> and conversation does build community because conversation becomes experiential when it comes like when it goes into deep territory if that makes sense yeah I might need a second to wrap my head around that part, but yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll throw my yeah. three cents in here. Um, three cents. Y- yeah, I, I'm an expert, so I get <laughs> I get a I get a bonus <laughs> cent on my two cents. Um, I baited you there. I baited you so hard, and you fell for it. Um, <laughs> um, I was gonna say. Um, I think for building community, you need just like the most shallowness and the most depth Mm-mm. at once. You need absolute nonsense, mm. like weird activities, weird experiences, honestly, like that experience yeah. of it um, and and that great depth. Uh, like those walks are so great because you have guys just talking absolute foolishness <laughs> and and people just like bearing their soul as we yeah. wander mm. the suburbs at 2 a.m yeah. um, and and those two things are what does it i always say like the best thing any men's group any guys out there who want like a men's group or something if you got a men, you don't know what to do or guys that you want to get to know better this is the ultimate activity you cannot change my mind on this go <laughs> to a body of water mm. and you throw rocks into it mm. and you talk. They Unbeatable. do it in Amazing Spider-Man 2. They do it. They do it. Which is it's... the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> uh, possibly one of the worst Spider-Man movies, <laughs> if we're being honest. Andrew Garfield's the goat in my mind, but that's a, not a great movie. Anyways, um... <laughs> But that's it, because you've got this nothing activity that is also very satisfying, I think, mm-hmm. for dudes. It's just throwing rocks, yeah, especially yeah. just into the water. And then and then it takes your mind off it, and you can really just kind of open up. And so I think it's that you have to live in a world where you're so goofy with these guys, like uh, with stuff that doesn't even matter, but it's so important and lets you go yeah. deep and uh, if you don't have those i don't think you have real community if you're not if you can't have fun mm. and if you can't be vulnerable with them um i don't think it exists and i think we're lucky to have found both like all of us like yeah. various places where we can have that mm-hmm. and we don't write off being like fun you know like some mm. people just don't see the depth of that but such a depth to the Lord. Um, hold, hold on, give give that another try. <laughs> yeah, we didn't hear that. Oh no. Um, yeah, like people can see the like the stupid and like goofy things that, that 
that we do and and write it off as like not being true not being deep enough but there's such a depth to the joy of the lord and there's such a depth to mm. um being able to to like open yourself up enough that you can embarrass yourself in front of somebody else mm. um and say something stupid which is definitely I, like i feel like i find myself doing that a lot <laughs> saying mm. something and then putting the words back in my mouth um, <laughs> or editing them out of the podcast but i think it goes to show is like i like that i trust you guys enough to be able to like let my mind run and mm-hmm. not like censor myself because mm-hmm. i've been in those situations too where it's like i don't feel comfortable enough to talk or to, i don't feel comfortable enough to like say something stupid in front of a group of people so i just don't say anything at all yeah um yeah, and that, like I think that that's that's actually a sign of like greater depth if you can be ridiculous with a group of people. Yeah, yeah. We just don't we don't have that trust with our Spotify listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They're loyal, but I don't trust them. Uh, all right, so we're hitting the forty-five minute mark right now. Um, wow. All right. What is the deciding factor on the next trophiest husband? Hmm. or should we should we give it a week see if our loyal listeners are, are gonna send something in if anyone's and gonna if, chime in if nobody comes up with anything then we'll just ask our, our, um i uh, feel like i feel like we should make one parents. up right now yeah okay <laughs> but but also invite invite them to to suggest yeah okay as yeah, well that. sure um okay what do we what do we base it off of? oh, yeah. um, I, I thought that that was an idea <laughs> yeah i thought you were going somewhere with that no 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 uh, i i do think we should we have to crown him. i'm not letting james take like a free win yeah. on this even if he is the only to, married one it also needs to be something that can't be decided right now who went to costco so that last suspenseful. okay who went to never. costco last yeah i'm not gonna go to costco this week what I'm not going to go to Costco this week. <laughs> I haven't been to Costco in a long time. No, no, no. He said, who went last? It's been ages for Oh, me. okay. I went, yeah, abs- I went like abs- last week. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, obvious no. obvious well, setup I mean... to claim trophiest husband. <laughs> no, 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 no. You win. I thought everyone had a Costco card. James, I thought you had a Costco card. I do, I do not have a Costco card. Oh, you got to get on that. That's, a, that's a good deal is at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> all right sam we crown you trophiest <laughs> husband all right. um okay maybe this is the last thing before we go uh, <laughs> i want to hear who is your favorite character on the sitcom community oh question that's since that's what we're talking about that's such a good question hmm i i just actually a couple of weeks ago i finished re-watching it I just, I was like, I haven't seen it in a while. I'm going to watch it again. Um, and I think the first time around, I thought that Abed was quite weird, but I really came to appreciate <laughs> him this time around. Yeah. So I'm going to say Abed. Nice. Yeah. I like, oh man, it's so hard. Because it's like, I like all of them for different reasons, and then I also dislike all of them for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very, um, yeah. 
for you to suggest that Troy is anything less than lovable is <laughs> a terrible. Maybe it's it's terrible. I, I just started. I just started rewatching it, and so I'm in part with like I think that they're still trying a little bit like Troy, like the like douchey jock from high school. That's true. Um, he grows. He gr- he does grow. Uh, I think oh, man. character that gets the most laughs from me is probably Senor Chang. I just mm. just just emanates hilariousness. Mm. It does. But then also I'm like I feel like my favorite character any cuz she just is such a like they have such a defined character set of attributes for her like it's like acts this way and then a lot of her like them breaking that over and over again and I think <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say Annie was their favorite character. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. That's good, good for you. Yeah. I gotta go Dean Pelton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? That's like super acceptable. He's yeah. not in it all the time, but like he never misses. Like If he is on camera, <laughs> he is being the funniest guy in the scene almost every time. Yeah, yeah. So that's my answer. I just I just watched the one that was like um who, he's on the the intercom and he's like whoever is growing marijuana in the you know in the grass come to the office you have won a cruise <laughs> <laughs> sneaky it's a good tactic yeah it'll get you <clears throat> all right all right is that it yeah I think, it? That's it I think so so yeah send us uh you can we'll put all of should we put all of our instagrams in the in the show notes and and you can send us one of us uh like a, a trophy husband uh picker i don't know what do we call him <laughs> trophy husband decider <laughs> there we go a, a competition yeah <laughs> yeah we should make a we should make a you can edit this out i guess or you can leave it in i don't care but maybe we should make an instagram for the oh, for the show okay I really also, end. I also think we should we should end every episode by saying like goodbye from the trophy case or something like that. Oh, like we need like a we need like a closing line. A sign we need, you know we need a jingle. Yeah. You know what? It's it's yours. Say it. Oh, oh this is the end. This is this is it. I'm not gonna cut <laughs> any right. of it out. I'm just gonna leave it raw. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well. To all our first-time listeners, once again, please leave. Uh, Shout-out to the loyal listeners, and uh, goodbye from the trophy case.